This is Chris McGregor. The work of Discerning Hearts could not continue without your prayers and support. Between now and December 31st, please consider making a year-end tax-deductible gift. Click Donate at either DiscerningHearts.com or inside the Discerning Hearts free app. Your generous support will allow us to continue our podcast for those on the discerning journey. Thank you and God bless from all of us at Discerning Hearts. DiscerningHearts.com presents Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. Monsignor Essif is a priest of the Diocese of Scranton, Pennsylvania. He has served as a retreat director and confessor to St. Teresa of Calcutta. He continues to offer direction and retreats for the Sisters of the Missionaries of Charity. Monsignor Essif encountered St. Padre Pio, who would become a spiritual father to him. He has lived in areas around the world, serving in the Pontifical Missions, a Catholic organization established by Pope St. John Paul II to bring the good news to the world, especially to the poor. He continues to serve as a retreat leader and director to bishops, priests, and sisters, seminarians, and other religious leaders. Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home, for it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. He had no relations with her until she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. The Gospel of the Lord. Today is the final Sunday of our Advent journey. The Savior has been promised throughout all the ages. We needed someone to come into our dark world. Our first parents lost grace. Relationship with God was broken. We entered into a period of death. We entered into this period of darkness. Powers of Satan were so around us, and the evil one was crushing us down, and death was all around us, and we were alienated. In this darkness, God had promised I will send a Savior. And then this magnificent light appeared as a sign that God will save us. Abraham, I'm going to pick a family that will, from which the Messiah will come. And from this family, very magnificent reflection of divine love, he was in his 90s. And God said, you will have a child. And that child of promise because he believed and had faith, was Isaac. And then came Jacob, 
And then came his 12 sons. And then came the 12 tribes. God was being faithful. And and we, during this Advent journey, had been seeing God continue calling us, going back to the Torah, going back to the Bible, and reviewing ourselves again, all during this Advent, looking to those Old Testament prophets. He's going to come. The Lord is coming. Prepare the way. And Isaiah today gives us a magnificent view. You almost feel he must have been almost there. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord spoke to Ahaz. Ask for a sign from the Lord, your God. Let it be deep as the netherworld or as high as the sky. But Ahaz answered, I will not ask. I will not tempt the Lord. Then Isaiah said, Listen, O house of David, is it not enough for you to weary men? Must you also weary my God? Therefore, the Lord himself will give you this sign. The virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall name him Emmanuel. The Word of the Lord. That's 700 years before Jesus is born. The final one who conducted us in this journey across the ages, from the darkness of Adam and Eve's sin to the dawn about to happen, finally in the middle of this chaos, darkness, death, and confusion, a woman appears. And oh, what a woman, and what a creation of God. Her name is Mary. And again she appears on this Sunday in our midst. And that magnificent woman is the faithful one. God can hardly contain himself anymore. He has made her so beautiful. Listen to the relationship she has with God. Mary becomes the spouse of the Holy Spirit. The angel comes to Mary and tells her that God wants her to be the mother of his son. On this Sunday of Advent, the joy the end of the long drought, the end of the darkness, the light has come into the world. The incarnation takes place. The relationship that we have with this incarnation and this incarnate word, Jesus Christ, in today's Mass is so beautifully taught to us. And everyone as you go to Mass today, as you hear the words of Paul. A reading from the letter of Paul to the Romans. Paul, a slave of Christ Jesus, 
called to be an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised previously through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures, the gospel about his Son, descended from David according to the flesh, but established as Son of God in power according to the Spirit of holiness, through resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him we have received the grace of apostleship, to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the Gentiles, among whom are you also who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. To all the beloved of God in Rome, called to be holy, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. The Word of the Lord. Paul, to teach you and to incorporate you, to make you one with Jesus. This has been what we've been pronouncing all Advent. You are Jesus in the world by your baptism. I would love to see your faces when you heard that. Do you believe and have you believed through this Advent journey? Because this, if you still have been listening and hanging in with us, what is the news of the gospel that Christ, who suffered and died and rose? You see, he was born. Thank you for his birthday. But it was his suffering, death, and resurrection that brought about salvation. His death on the cross and his resurrection from the dead. That's exactly what Paul is saying in this epistle to the Romans. And you have been incorporated. You have been brought one with him. You baptized Romans are Christ in the world today. And that's the good news. And that's the good news, too, that we have come to preach. You are Jesus in the world. He dwells in you, you in him. In, in this marvelous time, that has been preached over and over as a theme throughout these days, that it is the radiance of Christ through you and in you and with you that is going to bring salvation to the world. Not you, John Essef, not you, Chris McGregor, but Jesus is going to bring salvation to the world through you, in you, with you. And this Advent has been an offering, and through this opportunity to reach out, that you can explore your hearts. And so that's, the, that's been really our exploration and our invitation to you. Look inside of yourselves. Look into yourselves. Where he dwells, he truly is in you. And so as you examine yourself today, to see how he radiates through you, and I really long especially to hear you young teenagers in your exploration of your hearts. When you go to school, when you make take jobs after school, when you play your sports or your music, 
do you recognize who you are? The opportunity you have to be a missionary. You're going to Mass is one thing, and I think it's magnificent on this Sunday morning when you go to receive communion. That same Jesus is in you when you're going out the church door this Sunday. He is now opening up to you your mission. And what are you doing about it in your, with your father? Does your father see Jesus in you as a young woman? Do your neighbors and your schoolmates see Jesus in you on your football team or your basketball team? Are you Christ in who you are and how you act and what you do? Today, this magnificent news that Paul announced to the Romans, and I am announcing through this podcast to the entire world or whoever wants to hear it, you are Jesus Christ in the world as a husband. Do you see yourself and do you radiate Christ to the world? Jesus is in you. Christmas is here. It's going to be coming in a few days. You can bring Christ into the world more powerfully through this Advent as you enter more deeply into your awareness of your identity, that Christ dwells in me and I in him. And so, as a husband, what is my relationship primarily with my wife and is there something this past days and the advent journey that i see needs to be purified and cleansed and healed you know one of the greatest things that can keep a marriage together beloved brothers and it's true for all of us priests and people I'm sorry. What's wrong with saying that to your wife? I'm sorry. Because all of us, you can go to Mass and say, I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, as a formula. But what about with the arguments or the, the, what you said to her, or what you didn't do or failed to do? Can't you say, at this Advent time, as a husband, I'm sorry, or as a wife. Great, great words for healing and for blessing and a need for review. Relationships that are so important, to do that with prayer, to do that with love. So many times the relationships that we have can be further of how we address conflict in our parishes. What kind of gossip needs to be healed as a parishioner in the kinds of things you say about your priests, in the kinds of attitudes you have? Pope Francis said to all of us priests, and if you're a priest and listening to this, every shepherd should have on himself the smell of his sheep. How open are you to hear and to be with your poor, your alienated, your broken. How have you placed yourselves at the service of your people? How have you just been out there with them? 
this Advent time is such a time for us. Who are you as priest, as parishioner, as a people, as a person? You are Christ in the world today. We'll return to Building the Kingdom of Love with Monsignor John Essif in just a moment. Discerning Hearts provides content dedicated to those on the spiritual journey. To continue production of these podcasts, prayers, and more, go to discerninghearts.com and click the donate link found there or inside the free Discerning Hearts app to make your donation. Thanks and God bless. Did you know that Discerning Hearts has a free app in which you can find all your favorite Discerning Hearts programming? Father Timothy Gallagher, Dr. Anthony Lillis, Deacon James Keating, Mike Aquilina, Dr. Matthew Bunsen, and so many more are found on the Discerning Hearts free app. Did you also know that you can stream Discerning Hearts programming on numerous streaming platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and so many more. And did you know that Discerning Hearts also has the YouTube page? Be sure to check out all these different places where you can find Discerning Hearts. We now return to Building the Kingdom of Love with Monsignor John Esser. If each one of us during this Advent time has gone back into her heart, there he is wanting to come into this world through you in your own particularity. He wants you so much that you as a person, you might have made this journey of Advent. And even as you were making it, in the depths of your heart, you might be saying, this really isn't me. You know, I couldn't mean that much to you. Could I, God? Ask him. If you're the one that has this need to become aware of your beauty, your gifts, your identity. Are you hearing what the Holy Spirit has been revealing to you during this Advent time? God has been opening your heart as you examine yourself on this Sunday of Advent. Your identity with Jesus Christ. Suffering and dying and rising. I appeal especially on this Sunday to all of you who may be undergoing sickness. If you are unable to attend Mass, if you are in a hospital, if you are at home, if your hand is paralyzed from a stroke and you are hearing this, you are Jesus in that sick bed. Don't waste an ounce of your suffering. Your suffering is his suffering. If you are going through especially tremendous suffering inwardly, depression, anxiety, fear, if there is tremendous 
suffering in your life, if you are mourning the death of a spouse, if you are finding deep, deep depression, even thoughts maybe of, oh God, I can't stand this life anymore. It is to you. This Sunday's message of joy and light and peace is being addressed. You see, when Paul preached the gospel, it was to the suffering Christ, the dying Christ, and the risen Christ. In every Christian soul is Jesus Christ. The message of Christmas is the joy that Christ has become one with his spouse, the church. So much did he love mankind that God came down from heaven and God impregnated a woman. The living power of that impregnation is our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ was the fruit of love of God for a woman and a woman for God in obedience. His name is Jesus. That offspring of hers, so in love with us, suffered. And those of you who are united with him today in that suffering, you are Christ. He died, and those who are dying, you are him now dying. And those of you, hopefully, on this magnificent Christmas day, will rise. The light is coming. Every Christmas is a season of light. Every, every Christmas. And coming to the world is joy because of Jesus. Jesus is the reason for the season. Jesus is the Savior. And Jesus is in you. And Jesus is full of joy. And Jesus is going to bring you a whole season of joy. Be prepared. Be prepared to be happy. Be prepared to be joyous. Be prepared to bring joy into the world. A blessed last few days of preparation. He is coming, and he is already here. That's the message. He's in you. He's been in you. He wants to rediscover yourself. He wants you to know how precious you are to your Father. He loves you as he loves Jesus. When you are going to be preparing for family celebrations, so often I, I have found that, you know, in my own uh, entrance into my family and my people and those who will be around me each day in, in, this, in this time, how important it is to, to be aware of the identity that each one of us has. I am Christ in the world today. Who I am is, and to, to keep your eyes 
if I can see that, then I see that the Father is gazing on me with great love and that I can gaze on others with that same love. And that's the Spirit of God reading through me. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home, for it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. He had no relations with her until she bore a son, and he named him Jesus. God bless you, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And may Mary and Joseph help you to enter into the spirit of Christmas. God bless. You've been listening to Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essif. To hear and or to download this conversation, along with hundreds of other spiritual formation programs, visit discerninghearts.com, or you can find it within the free Discerning Hearts app. This has been a production of Discerning Hearts. I'm your host, Chris McGregor. We hope that if this has been helpful for you, that you will first pray for our mission, which is to offer rock-solid and authentic spiritual formation freely to souls around the world. And if you feel us worthy, consider a charitable donation, which is fully tax-deductible to help support our efforts. But most of all, we hope that you will tell a friend about discerninghearts.com And join us next time for Building a Kingdom of Love, Reflections with Monsignor John Essef.